guys. We turned out okay. The Modern Parent's Guide to Old School Parenting. I want to hang upside down from the swing set. Welcome to We Turned Out Okay with host Karen Locke Cole. I want to climb to the top of that tree. And now, here's your host, Karen Locke Cole. Hello and welcome to We Turned Out Okay, episode 207 today. And I'm really, really, really excited about this one. I feel like the last couple Januaries have been very cool and fun because we get to do this thing that everybody does at this time of year, which is think about like, what do we really want from our lives? And what do we really want from our parenting? And um, I am, that's, you know, that's why I'm thrilled to, to have you had to be in your earballs today, as I sometimes will say, um, because I feel like this is much more fun when we're working together on it. And um, I have been, I, I've been suffering from some pretty serious burnout. And uh, the burnout has kind of helped me realize some things, some some pretty important things. And um, I, I think I will get, the, you know, we'll end up coming back to that as we go through today. So for today, I, I want to, I think a lot of times at this time of year, we are very susceptible to sort of making like a thousand goals and having like all these like resolutions that, you know, a lot of people go on resolutions. And I, I have not done resolutions, New Year's resolutions for the last several years. Um, and instead, I've kind of been focusing on like, of the long, the long game, I guess the long term, like, what do you want out of your life? What do I want out of my life? Not like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds, you know, or oh, I want to, um, I don't know, floss more or something like that. I mean, like, why do I want to floss more? Why do I want to lose 10 pounds? Like those are the things I've been focusing on. Um, and not so floss more. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a pretty good flosser. I'll just to share <laughs> with you guys. Um, and I, I kind of have been for like decades now. So that's not really a, I don't have to worry about setting a goal of flossing more, but, but why do I do that? Right. I, it's because I want my teeth to be around for a long, long time. I want them to be as healthy as they can possibly be. And, um, I, I don't know. I guess today I want you to, I, I'd love to encourage you to think about goals a little bit differently. Um, if you have been like, if you're somebody who's like, all right, it's January 1st, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the gym every day and um, I'm going to run six miles every day. And I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, do, do sort of have all these, all these big, 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 big resolutions or goals, call them what you wish. And, um, I've been thinking differently about this for a couple of years, as I say, but the 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 December burnout that um, because I was just I was just pouring into too many cups that has really kind of refocused me for January. I'm not letting that happen. And um, I'm thinking on ways to like by the end of so at the end of 2018, I'm thinking on ways to not be burned out again, because I got here, even though I made a bunch of great goals last year, and I, I, I've worked really hard on achieving them. And even though one of those goals is what I like to think of as put down some balls, because if you carry too many balls, you're going to start dropping them, right? And um, some of those balls are glass balls, and they will break. <laughs> like, a lot of balls are rubber balls, and they they can bounce, you know what I mean? Like if you're late for work, or if you're um 
you know, I, I don't know, I'm sure you can think of the, the rubber balls in your life, but like one ball that is a glass ball that if you drop it, it breaks is family. And when I do not take care of myself, I am unable to do a good job caring for my family. You know what I mean? Like when I, so an example of me dropping a glass ball is, this has happened now, oh, several autumns in a row. Um, I, I don't know, I come out of a quiet end of summer and I just take on way too much. I dive into September with like, uh, you know, we've got, a, we've got new, everybody's got new schedules. So I'm trying to get people where they need to be. And I'm trying to, um, this year that it was, it was especially complicated because there was a lot of driving. I, I think to myself, I've been, my hands have been great. I will, I'll take on more of the cooking. I will, um, I'll start these projects that involve a lot of handwork and, um, you know, a, a month in and I'm like, I can't use my hands at all. Everybody else has to drive and cook and, and take over for me. And plus I'm in pain and I'm fearful. And, and it's just, you know, like that's the kind of burnout that I'm talking about. Um, and when we drop glass balls, that's, that's the result. So, um, so one of my glass balls this year is, is going to be about feeling good in my body, about staying healthy. And, um, and I mean, I guess just to, I, 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 it's funny. I jumped on here today without a lot of like a sense of organization. I just was like, I'm going to tell them about this and this and this. And so I, as I'm, as I'm thinking about it, we're still only a few minutes into this episode, maybe like what, five, five minutes in. Yeah. Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you about last year's goals and how did I do with them? And I'm going to share about this year's goals and, and you know, what I'm, what I'm changing and what I'm hoping to do. And I'm going to share about um, this concept that I've been doing for the last couple of years, which is where you choose a word of the year. And um, I'm very, very excited about this. I think this could be so useful for, you know, and the reason, of course, the reason I'm doing all of this, right, is because I want to give you a framework for structuring your own life, your parenting life, your working life, your personal life, you know, your inner life. Um, I, I'm super, super, super excited that you're, you're here and you're listening to me and that we, we can do this together. You know, we can like think on what do we really want 2018 to look like? We can think on it together. And, um, I'm psyched about that. So, so the framework that I'm using is last year's goals. How did I do this year's goals? Um, and then the one word. Okay. And like, I think a thread that's going to run through this is, um, is the rubber balls and the glass balls. Um, my goals and, and, and hopes, they, as I, as I'm looking at them, they're all glass balls. I mean, like the things that are dearest and most important to me are all glass balls. Um, those are the most important balls to keep in the air. I would argue that you cannot have too many balls be glass balls. (laughs) So, um, so, you know, as you're, shaping 2018 as you're identifying what you want 2018 to look like make sure about that like make sure that that the the most important things if you think of them as glass and that they will shatter if if they're broken um you know think on that and 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 see if it if it changes the way that you shape 2018 for yourself so last year i I had been last year I adopted something called the 12 week year which is where every 12 weeks you start a new quote year and at that time you come up with the 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 two or three goals that you want to get out of this current 12 week year and you come up at that time you come up with the strategies and tactics that you're going to use and I feel like this really was very helpful in 2017 um 
it it focused me it it made it so that like i everything that i worked towards i was also working towards in a 12 week year i was also working towards the eventual like achievement of of some other goal and um and in the 12 week year format that's thought of as an aspirational vision which i'll get to in a minute i'll i'll share with you my aspirational vision um but the the downside of the 12 week year i found is that um i was sort of double documenting my my tactics and my goals and stuff like that so i belong to a, a community in which i share a lot about um like my action plans for the week and so what i was finding is that i not only um was i sharing my action plans for the week every week in this community that I belong to, which is called the Flip Life, the Flipped Lifestyle Community. It's with Shane and Jocelyn Sams. And I've been a member for years and I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, I've had them on the show. I mean, like they, it's just, they've got such a great vision for how to live your life and to, to achieve what's really important to you. Right. And um, so every week I'm posting in there. And also every week I'm, I'm, uh, you know, coming up with my like reviewing my tactics, doing something called a weekly accountability meeting. And uh, by the end of four 12-week years, I I think this really contributed to my burnout. Like I was just, I was over-documenting. I was trying to, I was spreading myself too thin in the sense of like, okay, I'm going to, within my 12-week year, I'm going to achieve these tactics this week. So say four, five, six tactics. Within uh, my personal life, you know, and with the boys and with my health and with those things, that's another bunch of stuff that I am, um, you know, I've got a, I've got a weekly list about. And then within the Flip Lifestyle community, I've got a, another list, uh, very closely related to the, to the 12 week year list, but still a little different because I, outside of the 12 week year, I'm still having to do things. Um, like for example, making, making podcast content, interviewing people that you're going to love, finding those people, talking to them. And, um, I, I just took on way, way, way too much. So this year I've decided I'm not going to, at least I'm starting off without the 12 week years. Um, I'm still doing a weekly action plan in flip lifestyle. I'm still doing a weekly plan here at home, which includes things like dinners. And, uh, I, um, I created a document now, I guess it was two years ago, um, called the, we turned out okay, weekly plan uh weekly planning document and it is in the ninja parenting community it is part of the ninja parenting community a lot of the parents in there um download it every week or you know print it every week i personally print like i'll go in and print like 20 weeks at a time or 12 weeks at a time so that like i don't it's it's just one sheet of paper is two weeks actually so it's not a very big it's not a very big thing. It's just great for like focusing on like, what am I going to do this week? What am I going to cook for dinner this week? Um, in my house, I find that like, if we do not have a dinner plan that was made up earlier in the week, the groceries don't get bought, the stuff doesn't get cooked. Like we end up with things, food going bad in the fridge, all that kind of stuff. This just one quick little weekly planning document has, has made all that go away for me. Like I don't, I no longer have to worry about uh, having a plan because I have, I print out this little little sheet of paper and um I plan my week on it it takes like 15 minutes it's so great um it's so incredibly useful <laughs> if you join the ninja parenting community just for that I mean I I wouldn't I would not be surprised because it's such a great little little uh benefit uh and it helps it helps the parents myself included it helps us like just 
feel better about our week. We've got a plan. It's visible. It's up there. And um, sticking with the plan is what can help if you're trying to achieve anything, you know, so if your goal is to is to be happier in your parenting, well, um, that's one little one little thing that can help. So go to weturnedoutok.com slash parenting community login, or just go to the menu tab, you can just click the, the menu tab um, called parenting community login, just to find out more about the ninja parenting community. If you you know, if you think it might be a place that works for you, I'll tell you, it, it's working for the members. And um, it's, it's working, you know, it's, it's a it's a really, really useful place if you want to feel better in your parenting. And um, just the reason I'm I'm shouting out about it right now is because of this. Like, here's one tiny little aspect of it that is so helpful uh, in terms of like being sane in a week and, and also raising children. So um, yeah, so I plan out my week at home. Like, what am I going to do this week? Who needs to get where? Uh, what are we going to have for dinner? That kind of stuff. And then I also, this year, I'm also going to have like a flip lifestyle action plan because those are the those are the two things that are built into my system. You know what I mean? Like, I think what I did last year that I made a mistake of, the ball that I continually dropped was the 12-week year ball in the sense of like, it was one too many things to it was one too many places to plan. And um, fortunately, that was a rubber ball. Like, I could drop that ball and still, um, you know, my I didn't, well, I say that, right? I could drop that ball and like the world would not end if I didn't finish all of the tactics that I had outlined in my current week of my 12-week year. But the trying to, to spread myself too thin was dropping the glass ball of um, uh, of my health, you know, of my like mental health. And then, and then because I do have a chronic illness that's very tied to like stress and, and repetitive overuse, um, of my arms and, and legs and stuff like that. So once, once I started to get stressed out and dropped the rubber balls, started dropping rubber balls, the glass ball dropped as well. And I ended up, um, you know, by the end of the year, pretty, pretty burned out. Um, but I'm getting back now and, um, you know, I'm, I'm one of the, one of the main things that's helping me get back really is to know that you are kind of on this journey with me that we're traveling through together and that we're planning our 2018s together and, and starting off by thinking about like, okay, what, what's most important and, um, how can we achieve what's most important? So, um, thinking on that, I will, I'm going to try really hard to remember to come back to the glass ball, rubber ball thing. Um, but first I'm going to share that, that I'll do that as I am sharing my goals for this year. Right. Um, but what I'm going to do right now is just talk about my aspirational vision for last year, which I know that sounds very, uh, pretentious a little bit. Here's my aspirational vision for my life. Right. But, um, that I called it that because that's what the 12 week year encourages you to call it like, you know, write down your, what is your dreams about, about your life? And, um, what do you hope to achieve in your life? And so that is very aspirational and it is very visionary. And, um, I really hope you don't mind if I call it that. (laughs) Um, and you can call it that too, you know, or you can think of it if you'd rather think of it as like your life dreams or your life goals. Um, that's fine too. So, okay. So I had several, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I think I'm going to share about most of them. Some of them feel, I mean, some of them maybe feel a little too personal, um, 
But we'll see. We'll see what I end up doing. So, okay. Aspirational vision part one is to truly enjoy my life and to continue doing what I love best, being married to my Ben, spending time with him, with Max and Jay, with our friends and family, um, and then skiing and knitting and learning and putting what I learned to good use. Like, honestly, that's the biggest, I think, most important part of this aspirational vision is because that those are like, so the other things are, are maybe a little bit more out of my control. Okay, I, I'll say this first, right? So the second part is to give Ben the chance to choose his work and to truly enjoy his life. I mean, he's he's got a great job right now. and We are so incredibly appreciative of of not just his salary, but I mean, like the opportunities that, that he, you know, that he gets at his work, um, the, the learning that goes into his job. I mean, he's got a really great, he's very, very fortunate. And we both know this at the same time. Um, you know, when something big is happening at work, he's got to be on for it. And this past year, uh, he, he got, he actually had several months where he was really, really sick and I, I can't get into it. He's better now. Um, he, he had massive and major things happening in his job at the same time as he got very, very ill. And part of what made him very, very ill was not stopping, you know, was keeping going with like the, 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 the stuff that he had to do at work. And, um, I mean, it was just like this tremendous vicious cycle. And so, I mean, those three months were, were terrifying, (laughs) And, um, I really can't say more about it because, but the, but the reason I bring that up is because, um, he, I want him to be able to choose. I want to be a part of helping him choose what work he wants to take on in a day and what he doesn't, you know? And, um, but that's not entirely in my control. That's in Ben's control. So the first part of this aspirational vision is, is enjoying my life, continuing to do what I love best, which is being married to my husband, spending time with him and my children and with friends and family and doing these like activities that I absolutely love, right? Um, That's within my control, at least mostly. I can, um, I'm the one who chooses when I get up in the morning and when I, uh, you know, what I do to make it so that these other things can happen. But um, Ben being able to choose his own work, that's in his control as well. So I don't have as much control over that. Um, to give the boys opportunities without crushing financial debt. So um, I don't know about you, but you're you're a little further back probably on the timeline, but we are learning now that like college, I, I'm so fortunate that my children are the ages that they are and not like say five, 10 years older because the people who are who are out of college now and who are just who were totally, you know, told as we all were, you must go to college if you want a good job. Well, now they're, they're coming at, no matter what the cost, right? No matter what the cost, you must go to college. So now they've got these debts that are just, they're slaves to the, to the, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt that, that continues to go up because their college loans, um, they can't, just paying the minimum amount of interest you're still accumulating interest. So if you start out with $100,000 and in the first year you pay off $2,000 of that, the next year you still have $100,000 plus you've got maybe another $3,000 because the interest accumulated and 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 you couldn't pay off enough of it in the previous year to like, to, to there's no way to climb out from under this debt in a lot, a lot of cases. And 
we, while our children were young, were watching people have this happen to them. And um, one of my favorite books is um, is called Walden on Wheels. And I'm going to write that down for you because you need to read this book. Um, it's about a kid, a, a, a young man, you know, not a kid, but a young man who gets this debt and then um, is trying to figure out how to live his life and 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 be happy. And still he's got this crushing debt. So, I mean, um, that's what we want to do. We want to show them that there are ways to live your life where you don't have to go into massive, massive, massive debt. So, but again, that's not under, it's not entirely under my control. If the boys grow up and decide, you know, that they, that what they really need, what the only thing that's going to work for them is a, you know, um, an education, an eight year long education at like Yale University or something like that. Um, and they do it without any financial aid. In other words, taking on all those loans. Um, I mean, that's, that's on them. (laughs) Uh, we'll do what we can, of course, but, um, but it's the children, it's the college students, it's the young people who end up with these crushing, crushing debts. So we want to make sure that they know that there's a lot more to life than, uh, the sort of like, you must go to college or else kind of mindset. Um, I, the next one on my list, so those two are out of, largely out of my control. I can be helpful, but I'm not the person making those decisions, right? So the next one is, uh, the next couple are my, they're my goals, right? They're part of my aspirational vision. Doing what I love, which means helping you enjoy your time with your kids, like giving you tools so that you, um, you're, you're enjoying time with your kids, um, making it so that they're less, there are less meltdowns in your life. You know, there's less negative stuff so that the positive stuff can kind of come in. Um, and I, <laughs> this feels like a funny one to say out loud. Like this is what I meant when I said, um, you know, wh- are there some that I feel really funny about that I'm not going to share, but I'll share this one. Um, I want to change the world. I want to promote kindness. I want to promote teamwork and I want to promote trust. Um, we live in an age of mistrust, I feel like. And um, I've actually got plans for a future episode on that. So I'm not going to say too, too much about it. But um, I, I feel like I can change the world. And um, just, you know, I felt this way before I had a a podcast that had, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of downloads per month. And, uh, you know, kind of climbing and and a lot of listeners and stuff like that. I I felt that way then, which is why I can bring this to you now, because I feel like we all have the capacity to change the world and to make good things happen in this world. And what, what often stops us is our own like selves being like, oh no, you can't do that. You don't, you don't, you know, that's for other people. That's not for you. And I tell, I'll tell you, I hear that voice in my head saying that sometimes. Um, I hear that voice going, oh, you should really stop. Like, this is not a smart idea. You know, what if somebody, what if somebody hurts you? What if somebody says something mean to you? What if somebody criticizes what you're doing? Like, and, and I mean, to date, like nobody has. (laughs) This is the thing that I find so amazing. Every single time I sit down to record a podcast or to uh, write an email or to, um, I just did this really cool series of emails, um, because, uh, so if you sign up for a free guide, you, um, 
you become a part of my email group and I send out like weekly podcast, you know, updates about what's coming up on the podcast and stuff like that. Um, and sometimes I try to do other really cool things. And this was one of them. It's called the three secrets of happy parenting. And um, every every day that I worked on that series, which I worked really, really hard on that series. It's like a six day series. Um, and I would get this little voice in my head that would be like, oh, you can't say that. Oh, you need to stop now. Like, no, you know, that's gonna like, I don't even know what, I mean, like what would happen, right? If you read an idea of mine that you disagreed with, like fortunately, sometimes you email me and, and tell me like what, what you disagreed with it about. And I love that so much. Um, Cause I feel like changing the world um, doesn't mean ignoring the bad stuff in the world. It means acknowledging that and then finding ways to, um, to promote kindness, teamwork and trust. I mean, I, um, I, this is like, so I almost feel like I'm ranting right now. This is so important to me, you guys. I feel this every day of like, every time I go to, I set out to create something. Um, I, I get this feeling of like, oh, you know, they're not going to like this. Nobody's going to like this. You should just stop now. And, and, and the only way to get something done is to really actively work to, to acknowledge that voice and say like, I hear you, but I'm going to try it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. And, um, and I hope that, you know, I hope that sharing about like why I didn't want to share about that. I hope that makes a difference for you. Like, um, I think we, we so often will say like, I, I can't do that. That's not for me. I'm not a person who could, who could change the world, but, but I believe in you. And I believe that you are a person who could change the world, who could promote kindness, teamwork, and trust. Um, I think it's the only way forward. I mean, I really, really believe that. So I'm going to get into that one in another episode. Um, I'm going to leave that here for now because I, I, you know, I want to have some, be able to have something to say in that, in that upcoming, just you and me episode. Um, so by the way, I mean, I, I, if you're, you know, this is our second January episode. And, um, if, if you're new to the podcast, you may not know this. Um, but in the past, what I've done is I, I used to do six episodes a month and, um, I'm only, I've dropped it back because of this burnout. I've dropped it back to four episodes a month. Um, every Tuesday, the podcast is going to drop. I mean, sometimes that'll be five episodes a month if we happen to have two Tuesdays. But the point is I'm not doing mostly Tuesdays and then some Thursday episodes. Um, I'm Instead, I decided to, to take it back because uh, I think I can, I think I'm going to be better at this. <laughs> Again, I won't be, I won't be splitting my time um, I won't be spreading out my, my time too thinly. And, um, I'm thinking about it now because I I've, there are three different kinds of episodes and we turned out, okay, there's, there's just you and me episodes, which this is one of those, which is really like the two of us sitting together over a cup of coffee or something like that, or tea, you know, or a glass of wine, whatever you like. And talking about how do we like improve our parenting lives? You know, what's the mindset? Um, and, and sometimes it's actual tactics as well. It's not just mindset. Sometimes it's ninja tactics, right? And then there are Your Child Explained episodes, which are really about like, why does my kid do this and how can I stop it? <laughs> um, so that's that's the focus of those episodes. And then there, the third kind is guest episodes, which is where I, I go out and find really awesome people that you're going to love hearing from. And I bring them to you so that you can benefit from their ideas as well. Um, 
I say as well because I benefit from them like first and foremost. I mean, uh, I when I take off my podcasting hat and I put on my mom hat, like I so appreciate this podcast. <laughs> um, and I hope you do too. I really, really hope so. Um, and why did I? Oh yeah, because I think of, I, I'm thinking of it as kind of a waltz. Like it's an, it's a year long waltz now where we've got, uh, we've got, just you and me, your child explained guest, just you and me, your child explained guest. And I love this. It's not a like scramble to to cram in three of the, those three episodes in a rotating cycle of every two weeks. Like, so now I've got the time and the space to think about. It's really changed my thinking on like, what is a just you and me episode? If I've got an idea for a podcast episode, where should it fit? Should it fit in a your child explained or should it fit in a just you and me? And, um, I guess I wanted to tell you about that just because I know I I, f- I feel so bad having to cut back. I really, really do. Um, and I'm so sorry about that. Like, uh, I know how I feel when, when, like, for example, when a favorite podcaster says, like, I'm going to bring you more episodes in the coming year, and then they don't. <laughs> um, and I understand. I mean, sometimes you just can't. Like, you think you're going to be able to do something and you just can't. Um, I've got some projects that I'm working on for you that I, I, I can't take them all on at the same time, you know? So, um, so I, I, I'm working hard to make it, you know, so that like this works for both of us. Like if it doesn't work for me, that'll be a glass ball. And when that, when the, when the podcast, if the podcast glass ball ever shattered, like I wouldn't be able to bring you the podcast anymore. So that's why I'm doing it that way. And I hope you understand. Um, yeah, so so changing the world, promoting kindness, teamwork, and trust, and I think that's where I'm going to leave it for this for this aspirational vision. That feels like a lot to share, and uh, a lot for you to take in. You know what I mean? Because um, there's some different ideas in there. Like I am trying to recognize that I want to do, I want to enjoy my life, and I want to continue doing what I love best in terms of family and in terms of. Uh, you in terms of podcasting and helping you and your parenting and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to recognize that there are things in my control. I can choose to email somebody to get them to be a guest on the show, right? Um, I can choose to treat my body well um, so that I can continue to do all the things I love to do. I can choose to uh, get the right amount of sleep and to put the right amount of food and the right foods into my body. Oh, which by the way, um, this time last year, I was I was knee deep in Whole30 territory. And um, I'm remembering Maria and, and I know some other people too, but specifically I'm remembering Maria um, getting in touch with me to say like, hang in there, it's going to be okay. And um, I'm so glad about that. And now I'm a year out. And and I would say that month of doing the Whole30 has like completely changed my outlook on food and like eating. And um, I, I'm so, so glad that I did that. I mean, like I, you know, not that I intended this, but like, so I went into Thanksgiving, I went into Christmas, I went into New Year's with a, with very different goals than I did last year um, and a much more positive attitude. Like, uh, so first of all, in the Whole30, I found that I wasn't really allergic or sensitive to any of the things that like you cut out of your diet. So I didn't have a problem with soy, didn't have a problem with sugar or carbohydrates or, you know, grains, whatever. Um, 
which makes me feel really, really lucky. Uh, but what I discovered, what I have discovered is that like the combination of sugar and flour or, you know, carbohydrates, any anything like baked, really baked goods, pies, um, cookies, uh, stuff like that will um, will just make me feel less healthy. So I'll have, uh, I don't know, I'll have a, a, a piece of quiche for dinner or pasta and then cookies for dessert or something like that. And the next morning I'll wake up feeling almost hungover. Like it's a really interesting feeling. And there, you know what? There are sometimes when I choose to feel that way because what I'm eating is like, if, if my 17 year old is going to make up a batch of pasta carbonara, I'm sorry, but I'm not missing that. <laughs> but I, I know that I'm conscious of it. And I, the cool thing is too, that I don't eat that way all the time anymore. Like I used to be a, a very big bread, pasta, baked goods kind of person. And, um, I'm much more mindful about it now. And also I am loving things I never thought I would love. Like I, I just actually re-listened to my goals episode from last uh, last year, like in January of 2017. And I, I had completely forgotten this. I was so down on eggs at the beginning of this. I was like, we, I say in that, in that episode, I say something like, we're just having too many damn eggs. I can't stand the eggs. I'm going to link to that episode. Um, goals 2017 episode okay um and i bring it up because like for many many months i mean for i've forgotten about that feeling because like i have eggs pretty well every morning um i have eggs with avocado and uh this morning i also had i i threw in some well not threw in but on the side i had some honeydew melon um which like we just happen to have in the house and like uh, I'm making stuff with mushrooms and I am like, I will, instead of having like a pasta or a rice side dish, I'll have like a spinach side dish. I mean, I can't, sometimes I can't believe like this is me. (laughs) I don't have spinach side dishes, but God, I have just been, I've been a lot more creative. What Whole30 did for me was it just opened up a whole bunch of doors of what is possible and enjoyable in the food universe that I like never even knew about. So um, so I'm really, really glad I did it. And um, if you're trying something like that right now that's really hard for you, well, I just encourage you to stick with it because, um, you know, a year out, you could be sitting pretty, which I really feel like I am. Um, I went into, so I started to say this before, I went into Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's, not with the idea of dread about like all of the delicious foods that were going to be there that I was going to want to eat. I basically went into it saying, okay, um, I want to only eat when I'm hungry. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm only going to eat, you know, good, supposed good foods when I'm hungry. What I'm saying is, if I'm not hungry, I'm not going to eat. And that way, when I'm hungry, and you know, if what I choose is like, um, I don't know, leftover risotto and steak and, uh, you know, cheesecake, because we have, we always make this yummy cheesecake. Like, that's fine, because I'm, I'm only eating when I'm hungry. And so maybe I'm not going to lose weight during those weeks or whatever. Actually, I did. I lost half a pound over Thanksgiving week, which for me is just unheard of. Absolutely unheard of. In 20 plus years of doing Thanksgiving the way we've been doing it, it's absolutely unheard of. This is the first time that's ever happened. Usually I gain like five pounds over Thanksgiving, but I didn't do that this time because I went into it differently. So, so that was one thing. I really wanted to be sure that I only ate when I was hungry. I wanted to be sure that I was getting the the a regular amount, if I could, the the normal amount of exercise and sleep. Pretty much 
that's what I did. And um, I mean, I've come out of this like year, year end where, where everything is so fraught around food and stuff like that. So, so, so much happier. So um, I mean, if you don't feel up to trying something like the Whole30, like making a major, trying to identify what foods, you know, set you off or, or irritate you or cause health problems or whatever, at least consider if you're if you're like, I just want to lose 10 pounds, I just want to lose 10 pounds. I mean, consider changing that goal to, I just want to eat only when I'm hungry, not when I'm angry, not when I'm stressed out, not when I'm frustrated, not when I'm sad, but only eating when I'm hungry and uh, trying to get a regular amount of exercise and a regular amount of sleep, a good amount of sleep. So seven to eight hours sleep a night. Um, and see, see where that gets you, you know? And, uh, I, I hope that works for you. So those are, those were my aspirational visions for last year. And, um, thank you for listening to them. We are now, how far in? We are now 36 minutes in. (laughs) And this will be, I think the end is going to be relatively short though, because like what I want to do now is share my 2018 goals and um and my one word so 20 for 2018 i want a lot of these same things right i want to truly enjoy my life um i want to continue doing what i love best i'm so happy being married to my husband i i lucked out i just hit the the husband lottery (laughs) i I won it Uh, i hope you feel like that too with your spouse by the way um that's not something that is only only one person can win the 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 spouse lottery, right? Like we all can, we just have to, we just have to choose wisely. And I I feel like I did. And I'm, I'm really, really happy with that. And, and if you, if you're feeling like you didn't, you know, I mean, I have those moments too, where I'm like, Jesus, what did I do wrong here? Um, I think we all have those moments, but hopefully, um, you know, in 2018, you can make something like that better. You can make it more of what you want. You can shape it for what you want. Um, and then, uh, you know, I want, I still want to give Ben the chance to choose his work. And I, I want to help my boys have, find great opportunities and have a lot of fun and good learning in their lives without crushing debt. Um, and I want to do what I love, which is helping you enjoy your time with your children. This year, uh, in 2017, I, I came up with a new, uh, name for myself, which is, you know, for a name for what I do for my job, basically my job description, which I now think of myself as a child development expert one, that's the first thing, and a facilitator of happy families too. Um, I'm not, I can't, you know, go into your home and like make you do things, but I can facilitate, I can advise, right? I can, I can help you see the possibilities. So many times that's what it when people can't even envision the possibilities, that's, that's what can be troublesome, you know? So, um, so I want to continue helping you do that as well. And, um, I want to change the world. I want to promote, continue promoting kindness and teamwork and trust. I think that's the only way forward. Um, and then I think I want to put a special emphasis for 2018, um, on those are my glass balls, right? And I'm adding a glass ball of physical and mental health. Um, I want to have really good mental health. Like I, I've said, I feel like that has been a goal all along, but um, I'm making it a glass ball goal now because I think that um, when we do not pay attention to that, we, when we drop that glass health ball, like that's a huge problem. Nobody's happy when we're ill 
you know, and watching Ben go through what he went through this, um, you know, this year has just been, uh, I mean, excruciating, life-changing, all that. Um, we're, you know, we, we're out the other side of it now. So I think that's really, really good. But, um, it just showed up more. And then when I went and, and had my burnout at the end of the year, like you can't, it's so hard to feel like you can move forward. I mean, a burnout can, can lead to depression if it goes on long enough. And I caught mine so that it, it didn't become a depression, but, um, you know, having good physical and mental health, I mean, like to me, it, you know, you hear this all the time. If you don't have your health, you don't have anything. Well, this was the year where I, I you know what it is? Oh, I've just figured it out. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you're here to, to, <laughs> to help me with this. Um, up until 2017, I had no choice about like focusing on my physical health. I had to, because I wasn't getting better. Like I, I would get better, but then I would get sick again with my chronic illness. Um, I would be able to not, I would not be able to walk, you know, and then I would go through an 18 month rehab to be able to walk again. That was 2011, 2012, 2013. Um, and then in 2014, I lost the ability to use my hands almost at all because I, I irritated my thumb tendons. No idea that it was connected to the loss of being able to walk. I mean, like those tendons, like I didn't really see the big picture at all. Um, 2015, I started to see the big picture. I started to go 2014, 2014, 2015, because I started to see a shrink. And then I started to also, I mean, I was getting treatment for this all along, but it was, it was really, I believe it was 2015 where my physical therapist and I, who I talk about a lot on this show, he's just, he's helped me so, 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 so much. So, um, he said to me, in 20, I believe it was 2015, he said to me, you know, these are all connected, right? Like we got to start looking at the bigger picture here. You, you keep having these tendon problems. It's time to start figuring this out. And so t- we did. And then in 2016, I started taking, um, I started, we, we realized that this is connected with my gut, like the, the little bacteria that live in my gut. I had failed to uh, replenish the good bacteria back in 2011 when I had a major, uh, you know, I, it's going to be unpleasant to talk about, so I won't, but I had, um, I had something called diverticulitis. And if you know what that is, great. If you don't, don't look it up. <laughs> like you don't want to know. Anyway, I had a really awful case of it. It required multiple rounds of antibiotics to fix and the multiple rounds of antibiotics took away the good bacteria. And in 2016, five years later, that's when I started replenishing them. And in 2017, what that meant was that like, I was getting better and better and better and better. And I could stop worrying about in, you know, for, for days or, or hours first, and then days and then weeks at a time, maybe not ever weeks, but certainly days, I could stop worrying about like, uh, needing a brace to, you know, to stir the pasta or, um, I don't know. I could stop. I could, I could make a drive of an hour or more and be okay. Like previously I hadn't been able to do that. So in 2017, I stopped having to worry so much about my physical or mental health. And I believe that that's why these problems crept in, um, the burnout and stuff like that. Cause I physically was becoming capable of pushing myself too far. And so I did push myself too far. You guys, this is like such a, like a mind blowing moment for me. Like that's why (laughs) it's such a 
like I'm just realizing this now as I'm talking to you. I I was capable of causing the burnout. And that's why I caused the burnout. You know, I was capable of um physically capable of like taking on too much. And so I took on too much. And thank goodness I caught it in time. So I'm asking you because chances are really good that you are physically capable of taking on too much. And as a result, you probably are taking on too much. So don't, 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 don't do that. Make that a glass ball for you. Don't take on too much in 2018. Um, yeah. So that's, so anyway, that's my, that's like the newest glass ball. I, I, I still have the glass ball of enjoying my life, doing what I love best, spending time with my family and my friends and my husband and um, helping you enjoy time with your kids, changing the world. Those are glass balls. Um, And I feel like I can hear you saying like, well, isn't changing the glass world, isn't changing the world not really a glass ball? Because if you drop that one, you know, um, and the only way, honestly, the only way I can see dropping the changing the world ball, which to me means promoting kindness, teamwork, and trust is if I like went completely outside myself and went, you know, like bananas on somebody like, you know, I, 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 if I got, this would never, ever happen. Right. But like, if, um, if Amazon sent me the wrong book, and I called up somebody at Amazon and rented and said, like, who do you, you know, who do you people think you are? You're a bunch of idiots or whatever. Like, I would never, ever, ever do that. So that's a glass ball. I almost feel like that's a glass ball that is me. I couldn't, I couldn't drop it. Like, if I drop that, I'm not myself anymore. Um, so that's why I think of it as a glass ball. And uh, I don't, I don't think we should have too, too many glass balls. I mean, I really feel like for me, I've got myself, which is my health. And my like um, inner life, you know, uh, I, I think I've said before on this show, but I feel like uh, sometimes I want to make a shirt that says my alone time is for your safety and like <laughs> wear it on those days when I just don't want anybody to talk to me because I'm in, you know, in create mode or I'm in, I'm, you know, somewhere that like, I just need to be thinking in my, in my own head, right? Um, anyway, so, so doing what's right for, for me is a glass ball health wise, mental health wise, um, like happiness wise, uh, do, you know, having time for the things I love to do. That's one glass ball. The second glass ball is making sure that I am, I'm, I'm facilitating that for my family, that, that, that my husband, that my children, that they have those, you know, those opportunities and that I get to spend time with them as they're you know, going through their lives and family as well. So that's, that's the second glass ball. And then, um, I think the third one is, is changing the world, you know, through kindness, teamwork and trust. And, um, yeah, so that's the, that's my, that's my 2018 aspirational vision is those glass balls. Um, everything else, like the goals that I have and things like that, those are rubber balls because so, if I, for example, um, totally have a goal of staying on the wagon in terms of, um, I, I still, I'm still about, you know, 10 pounds overweight. I, I've got another 10 pounds I'd really like to lose. Um, but on a daily basis, if I drop that ball, that's a rubber ball. That's going to bounce because, um, I'm, I'm spending my time on the glass ball of like greater health and mental health and wellness and exercise and sleep and stuff like that. So every once in a while, if I drop the, the like, Oh, you didn't lose any weight this week. That's a rubber ball because of the bigger glass ball that, um, you know, 
that is encom- that it in- is encompassed no that it encompasses no that it yeah the greater glass ball that encompasses the smaller kind of rubber ball so um and then the last thing i want to share about with you is my word so for in 2016 and 2017 i had a one word and then in 2018 i have one as, as well so 2016 my one word was connect um that's the year that i the podcast was I launched the podcast in 20, wow, was it 2016 or was it 2015? I believe it was 2015. Um, I launched the podcast in 20, in, in May, on May the 1st of 2015. And I really spent that year and the year of 2016 working on connecting. Like I wanted to, I knew what I wanted to make and I needed to find the people who would most benefit from it. And and so I, I worked really hard to find you. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because 2015 and 2016 were years of connect for me. That's what I wanted to do. That was my like verb, right? Connect. And then um, in 2017, last year, my verb was, gosh, I even like this better. Like it's a verb instead of just a word, right? My verb was serve. And um, I was working really hard to 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 be in service to the people who are most important to me, you, right? I, I'm serving you by creating a community, creating a podcast, like doing some things that um, that can help you in your parenting. And then I'm also serving myself, right? I'm taking care of myself. I'm, um, I'm working hard to like be good to myself. Um, we'll get into this in, a, in another week or two. Um, the Friendly Mirror Challenge is coming up in February. And that is all about the glass ball of self. I mean, it really, really is. And then um, I'm also like service can also mean to my family. So I'm serving the people that I love, the people in my life that I love, my husband, my children, my friends, my parents, my family. Um so service was a really, really great year. A uh, serve, I mean, was a really great verb. Service was a great word for 2017. And for 2018, the word I've chosen, um, I've chosen it because it's where I am right now. And I really, it's like exactly where I need to be. When this word came into my head, I was like, that's it. That's what I need. And the it's both a verb, right? I love this. It's both a verb and just a word. It's practice. Um, I've got so much knowledge of how to help you. I've got so much knowledge of, um, uh, oh gosh, I mean, of, of all sorts of things, like um, so much that I feel like I have going on that, that can be helpful to the loved ones in my life. Um, and I'm counting you in there because you're listening and and I do love you. <laughs> I say that sometimes, you know. Um, I want to practice bringing you the best stuff I possibly can on this show. Um, I want to practice being healthy so that I can continue to bring it. I want to practice, uh, you know, exercising. And and I want to even, I love this too, because it works within things. Like, so when I go skiing, I am practicing skiing. Like I'm not, I'm probably not ever going to run a race, but uh, the practice of skiing, the placement of your um, feet on the, on the snow and like the way that you can move, just moving your edges. If you just tilt your knees from side to side to side, you can completely change how fast you're going. You can go faster uphill if you do it right. I've been able to do this. I've seen my, I learned from my dad actually, who, um, who's been a ski instructor for many, many years out in Breckenridge, Colorado. And when 
he first learned about this thing called carving turns. He he could not wait. He was like, you guys have to know about this. This is the coolest thing ever. And um, and so I can practice that, like, because I can always get better at it. Um, I'm certainly not the best skier ever. Um, and it's just so much fun. Like what I'm loving about the word practice is that practice for me is fun. Um, it's fun for me to to keep practicing stuff. And uh, that's why it's my word. So I would love to hear what your word is. So um, go to weturnedoutokay.com slash contact or just click the link in the show notes and and let me know because um, I think this one word thing is like, I don't know, it's like my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite to talk about at this time of year and, because I think it's going to be so helpful. So um, all right, this has been a real longy. We're at 51 minutes here. Um, thank you so much for hanging in and listening to this super long episode. Happy new year. Um, I feel like there's so much good and great that, that we can, um, we can put into practice in our lives this year. And I hope you feel like that too. Um, and I hope you stay tuned cause I got a lot of good stuff coming for you. Um, and, uh, I guess I'm going to leave it there. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not quite going to leave it there because I do have one more person to thank. And that is, um, the 20 time winner of the husband of the year award, the producer of this show, Benjamin Culp. Um, I have so much to thank him for. And, uh, I think I'm just going to start with being here with me, you know, um, Ben came up with this fabulous idea and we started putting it into practice this past weekend, which is, um, he said to me one night over Christmas vacation, he gets the whole week off from work. And um, it's kind of a time for him to come up for a breath of air, I think. And sometime midweek, he looked at me and he said, you know what I want to do next year? He goes, I want to, I want every single week for you and I to go away from the house and spend some time just by ourselves. He says, we could go out for dinner. We could go out for a cup of coffee. We could go for a walk. I don't care. I just want to be just with you. And I was like, yes, please. <laughs> so we started doing that. I mean, that's, isn't that cool? Uh, all right. I'm gushing about him again. My my husband, the wonderful 20-time winner of the Husband of the Year Award, Benjamin Culp. Um, and thank you so very much for listening. If you are getting something out of this episode, um, if you could do me the honor of sharing it with a friend or sharing it out, you know, social media kind of is word of mouth these days. So if you could share about it on Facebook or share about it, on, you know, in Pinterest or, or, or Reddit or wherever you are, uh, you know, hanging out on social media, uh, Instagram, I would really, really love that. Um, that's how the show gets, gets, you know, known about by more and more people. So that's how people get exposed to it is because you share about it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I will, I'm looking forward to a great 2018 with you and I will, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. I mean, <laughs> see you next week. Bye. for listening to We Turned Out Okay. I want to date to Australia. Find us on the web at weturnedoutok.com where you'll find show notes and more. What do you call cheese that's not yours? Nacho cheese. And remember, we only go around once. To be the best parents we can be, let's relax and enjoy the ride. I want to pee in the woods. Dope. 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 Dope.
Derp, 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 derp,